testing. One, two, three. Good. Testing. Let me test my voice now. No oh, clipping. We're you're good. You're a little louder. No, we're, well, I'm louder because I have a deeper voice. Do we have to not talk over each other? We can talk over each oh other. Oh my God, I don't know what to do. <laughs> that was good. And we are back with another episode of the Mad Money Monster Show. This is Lisa, also known as Mrs. Mad Money Monster, and I'm here with, you probably guessed it, my co-host, Mr. Mr. Mad, Mad Money, Money Monster. Monster. Yep. No, no yay this time. No yay. We're trying to cut it out. Cut it back. We're trying to cut back. Change things up. <laughs> Today we have a fun... <laughs> <laughs> Fun, yeah, it's, it's been real fun. A fun show for you guys. We're going to talk all about our latest purchase, which was a home. That's right. <laughs> and we just moved in. We've only been in the home for? A week. And we're broadcasting from my new temporary office till we redo the basement and make it like we had it in our old house. Yes. So obviously we, we usually record in the basement like most other podcasters do. Yeah. But, uh, yes, so now we're upstairs and we have a room that doesn't have the greatest acoustics for podcasting, so we're going to do our best. And you might hear some pets, Mad Money pets in the background here and there because they're also adjusting to their new digs as well. Boy, where do we even start with this one? Start with how we found the house. First of all, we have to go back and that is we've been searching for a home for a long time. Yes. And and we're going back years. Yeah, like... Five years. And really the the whole point of this story, we're not going to detail every single home we've looked at, but the point is, is we drove our real estate agent nuts. We found this Probably. very nice lady who was more than patient, more than kind, <laughs> who uh, we, we talked in a previous uh, podcast as well about how we ended up pulling the plug on, on a house at the last minute. When the mold, mold house. house. The, the mold, mold house. house right. Yep. The mold house was, was the issue. Uh, this lady remained very patient with us and stayed with us, and we kept promising her, "We're we're gonna we're gonna buy a house from you. We promise." And we finally fulfilled that promise. But we also flipped and flopped many many times, yes. like whether we're gonna stay in our 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 smaller house, which by the way we did not buy a huge house. But um, no, we did not. Yeah, we flipped and flopped. We were gonna stay. We actually renovated our other house, and mm-hmm. we made it very very nice, very specific to our taste, just beautiful. Um, but still, there were things, like, it just nagged at both of us. There were just things we could not change about the house. Right. Again, we couldn't change the location. Not that it was a bad location, but it wasn't, It, it I, we wouldn't have picked it again, right? Correct. That's a location we wouldn't have picked again. If, if, we, if we were searching for a home right now, that's not the location we would have picked. Right. And like I said before, I purchased that house as a future rental property. It was brand new. That was in 2010, 2010 that I bought that house. And we are now using it as a rental. But how the market has changed over the past decade. So now it it does make a good rental based on the purchase price. Absolutely. And I can only see it getting better and better in the future. It took us one day. To rent it, it was listed for one day, and and our home, our property manager thought we were going a little high for the yeah, and I said I I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> so, but actually, truth be told, I did a little research on my own and kind of did a, a phony listing of it a few weeks prior to that, only for like I don't know a day, literally a day, and we had quite a few hits on it. So. Yes. 
you know, I pulled it before anybody got too far. I didn't really respond to anybody. Right. I felt bad about doing that, but I just needed to know what we were looking at. Right, to see if anybody would realistically... Take it at that, take price. It at that price. And they and they certainly did. They were, yeah. Uh, so we, we went ahead and made the decision to rent that home. So that makes our second rental property. Mm-hmm. Still have a mortgage on it, but we have a lot of equity in it. And we're getting the rent that we we wanted, so taken care of. That's taken right. care of. The first prop- rental property is also taken care of itself. And what um, what is really nice about all of this is that your nightly routine ends of you being on uh, a real estate website, <laughs> uh, looking at homes well. before we go to bed. And uh, just to get to the point of all of this, we... Uh, found this home you found this home on on this real estate site we went to look at it it's realtor.com that's what that's the one i use can i say that i i use realtor.com i use zillow.com those are my two favorites there there were circumstances that really made us feel that the time to to move was was now and and that we should take advantage of it and we we found a few more homes in this renewed search for a home and one one of them was this really really big home uh, which had actually it wasn't as big as they wanted it to be that they claimed it was. It was listed as six bedrooms, and we don't <laughs> need six bedrooms, nor did we really want six bedrooms. And we went with this with our realtor there. And the the best feature about this house was its main living area, the living room and the kitchen area, which was absolutely drop dead. Beautiful. It really was, yeah, it really was. However, it had no yard, really no neighborhood. You know, it didn't. Ha- it had. It had like point. 0.4 acres, right? Which in the area we live in is actually pretty good, right? So it did have a decent sized lot, but there wasn't a lot of usable, there wasn't a usable yard that right. we, so we didn't like that for our daughter. And again, in actuality, it was really a three bedroom home. Yeah. So what they did was they like uh, drywalled off a loft to make a fourth bedroom and then they put two makeshift bedrooms in the basement, which was not a permitted basement. Correct. Which... A lot of problems yeah. with that basement. There were a lot of... It was chintzy, yeah. it was cheap, it was a slap job. It needed a new roof. It yes. was extremely expensive for the condition it was in. Yeah. And the taxes were unbelievable. Absolutely. Um, so the taxes were high. And so actually we did, though, end up going under contract because we did love the, the home, at least the main living space, right? It was really breathtaking. But... Uh, it went well, against no, my better actually, judgment. we did not go under contract. No. We we put in an offer. We, we put in an offer, and we went back and forth verbally a few times, and ah, the people weren't the best to negotiate with, so that was rubbing me the wrong way. And I just forced. Here, here's here's what it before we sound like you know we're we're snobby or anything like that. When I ran a movie theater, I always use this example all the time. When I when I ran a movie theater as a manager. People used to complain because they spent $6.50 on, on a movie ticket and maybe 20 bucks on popcorn, soda, and stuff for the kids. And they felt that they were entitled to the best customer treatment ever because they dropped some money. The issue for me comes down to is, have you ever noticed that when you go out to buy like a real big purchase, like a car or, or a home, uh, suddenly the money that you're spending just isn't enough to impress somebody. <laughs> and and suddenly it's like, well, you're you're really, I mean, if you really want what you want, you're going to have to spend another 100000 on this home. <laughs> or if you really want the car of your dreams, it's going to be another 10000 And And really what you're spending, I remember when I built my first home, that was, it was my second home I lived in, but the first home I ever built, um, the banker actually looked at me and said, well, you you know, Mr. Smith, uh, 
$250,000 really isn't a lot of money when you think about it. And my reply was, do you mind telling me how much I have to spend to impress someone here? <laughs> so $6.50 for a movie ticket is a lot of money, apparently. But right. $250,000 in the scheme of things really just isn't. Right. So our attitude was, is if we're going to drop all this money on this home, it better be what we want, not some slapdash basement and, and a piece of property you really can't do much with. And our big thing was, is finding a really good neighborhood for our daughter. Yeah, that house also needed a new roof too. But and it needed yeah. a brand new roof. And we're talking within a year or two. Actually, I think it was overdue. Shape. Yeah, it was overdue. I would so agree. basically what it comes down to, we kind of verbally decided on a, a contract, but before they had the opportunity to, um, well, before the contract was actually officially presented to them i i had like another anxiety night where it i just had to pull the plug on it because it just wasn't worth it to me it no. wasn't worth the price it wasn't worth it wasn't all of the the repairs like the house i wasn't taken care of so we would have had to go in before doing any cosmetics to it and like kind of fix things first and for the price point, it should have already been fixed. It should have just been cosmetic. Absolutely. For the price they were asking, that those things that we just mentioned, roof, downstairs, radon, piping yeah. system, plumbing, uh, should have all been yeah. addressed for the so money we, they were So we flipped again to, we're sitting good here. We're at our old house. We should stay here. We should, <laughs> which we've done so many times. But you know what? I, I've decided, like, you can't, you can't always get over... Like, I've always wanted a certain style of house. I've always wanted a certain kind of neighborhood. I've always wanted, you know, the the wooded kind of lot with the big trees. And and I just can't... I know and I, there are probably people in the personal finance space that are just rolling their eyes right now because they... That's just stuff. You shouldn't need stuff. Well, no, I don't need it, but I really wanted it. And in my mind, you only live once. There is one life to live. Our daughter is now 10 years old. It is literally now or never. It is now, we pull this trigger now or we never do it and we just sit in our tiny little home and just kind of wish it were a little bit different Yeah. for the rest of our lives. Yeah. And I just wasn't having that. Sure. Would our, you know, net worth be higher at the end of our life if we hadn't purchased this third property? Probably. But but in the grand scheme of things, we're pretty good with our money, right? And I think we'll have a, a quite a, a nice nest egg, you know, in the end. So the difference between X amount of dollars as our net worth and a little bit less really is going to be negligible yes and and that time that we're going to spend in this house in our new house is going to be so enjoyable and i love that we kept our other house as a rental and that we have the first house as a rental so all these things are coming into play whereas in in the future you know those houses will be paid off they'll be paying for our living expenses in this house you know right so it's always been kind of the plan and you know, I'm going with my plan and I like having a nice house and I like having a certain style house. And that's, I, I feel like I need to apologize. Right. And for well, we're, we're in this day and age now where everybody has to apologize for everything. I, I, I feel like I have to apologize for spending my money. Right. Money that we <laughs> work for and earn. And not just saving more of it in the stock mar- exactly. market. But 
you know, real estate is also an investment. I know people argue your primary home is not an investment, but you know what? When I pull up to this house every day, even now, I am just, wow, I love it. And I can tell you, I know myself enough, that's not going to go away. Right. Every day when I pull up to this house and I look at the exterior and I look at the lot, I am like, oh, I feel so good about this. This makes me feel good. And this is what I what I like. So let's go into right. I was gonna say. And I know we're away, dragging on a little bit, but it was a little backstory. And and moving away from this, it's just simply we did not buy an extravagant house. We did not go out and double the size of our home or anything like that. We bought a a comparable house. Uh, you know, really, our other house was it was with the basement finish. It was twenty one hundred square feet. Right. This house does not have the basement finish, so the. The living space in this house is 2240, which really is about the same amount of about living the same, space. Same now, and eventually, if we finish the basement, we'll which have we a little will. more, but um, still not crazy. You know, it's not crazy and definitely a good size for our little family of three and our four pets. Right. right? So, so it's perfectly fine. Yeah. So, so this house came on the market, what, a few weeks after um, yes, the other house that other I pulled house, the, the big house. plug on <laughs> with the bad roof <laughs> but and and i saw it it was oh maybe a, a couple of days it was listed a couple of days before uh we left for yellowstone or we went on a yellowstone vacation which i don't think we ever did a podcast about that no we, we shouldn't <laughs> um so that was our big family trip for the year for the summer and we've been looking forward to it for months and you know, you've always said, well, if we're going to buy a house, we need to pull the plug on Yellowstone because let's face it. I mean, that's a lot of money that kept, and not, not just the money, you know, it, it's also a lot of uh, time. So the Yellowstone trip, you know, prep for it and going on the vacation, it's, uh, you know, more than a week and a half, right? Yes. You're really looking yes. at a week and a half of time that you're losing. So that's a lot over the summer when you're trying to move and trying to get another house ready to rent. So you always said, if we're going to buy a house, we need to pull the plug. And I never wanted to pull the plug, but I knew where you were coming from, and I kind of begrudgingly agreed. <laughs> so this house came on the market. Well, thank you. <laughs> this house came on the market a few days before Yellowstone. It popped up. I remember I was sitting in the grocery store parking lot looking at my Realtor.com app because that's what I do all the time. <laughs> Even though I swore I know. after that other house, I'm not going to look. We're just going to be where we are. But I just Some people content. have a porn addiction. You so, have a real estate addiction. So I was online. looking, and it popped up. I was like, "Oh my! Look at that! That's like..." Now the interior wasn't like so impressive, but I'm like, "Eh, eh." I've been saying it's all cosmetic. I've been saying for a long time to you, we need to look past the interior. We need to go for exterior, lot, and location. Yes. Although that's a lot easier said than done. <laughs> when you walk in and you're like, "Oh my gosh!" Because we're so very particular. With the things that we like, and we're we're kind of what would you describe us as? Like snobs. <laughs> You've turned me into that. <laughs> I was always go with the flow. Hey, this is fine. Now I'm like, oh, look at this. Oh, How can we no. live like this? Okay, oh. we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> so, so we quickly said. So we were leaving for Yellowstone on a Saturday. We. Got it. I think I saw the house list on a Tuesday. Our realtor was able to show it to us that Thursday. Mm -hmm. So uh, that Thursday evening. So literally a day and a half before we leave for Yellowstone. And I did not at that point want to pull the plug on Yellowstone. We were going, right? But I think you still would have. If we would have decided to put yes. an offer in. Yes. So we meet our realtor here. And I kind of felt like I 
was just checking. I didn't want to like the house because I wanted to go to Yellowstone, right? So I we came up and automatically, even though I say we have to look past things, it's very hard. So, oh, this is wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. Okay. Yeah, this is not the one. And, you know, left on vacation, right? So <laughs> we're out in Yellowstone enjoying the... The snow in June. Yes, it was snowing. And First day of summer, it snowed. Yes. And I noticed on the plane on the way back, because I was really trying to get out there and just, de- you know, disconnecting from everything and not looking for houses because, come on, we had a beautiful house and we should be content, but we weren't. Um, on the plane back, I opened up the app just, just to do it. <laughs> and I might add, the original listing price of this house was about $20,000 under market value, right? So when I opened up the app again and saw they had dropped the price another Mm $20,000, so now we're talking $40,000 under market value, I was kind of uh, intrigued again. And then I saw that they were having an open house. So They, we flew back Saturday. They were having an open house the following day, that Sunday. <clears throat> and the first time we saw the home, that Thursday night, we had our daughter with us. And she has never wanted to move. She's been resisting because she's sentimental and all that stuff and whatever. And so she, whenever we take her to see a house, she's like, no, it stinks. I hate it. Let's go home. Right? So it was that was another thing we were dealing with that Thursday night. So she was going to be away that Sunday. And um, we thought, you know what? We don't have to bug our realtor again. We can just go and yeah. see this house with fresh eyes, see it uh, without our daughter, you know, kind of doing her thing. And it just showed so much better. It showed so much better. The listing agent actually did the open house, which is, I think, uh, an odd kind of thing, an experienced listing agent to do. So, you know, everything was open. and It was just... A very different experience than than what we had the first time. And come to find out, it had an offer on it already. Mm-hmm. You know, so... And then, I mean, the, the open house, and rightfully so, because of the location and everything, it was a revolving door. I mean, people were just... And you just heard the realtor talking with person after person after person about offers coming in. Yeah, we barely uh, spoke now, with her. Whether whether or not, you know, all those offers did come in, I, I don't know, but everyone seemed to be very interested and in, like I said, there was already a, an offer on the table, I heard her say. But um <clears throat> so we walked the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. We really, really took our time to because this is the thing, at this price point, at that price point you're not going to get that again. And the house had good bones, like the exterior we loved, the lot we loved, the neighborhood we loved. So all those three things. Um, and then they also had a new heat pump. Yeah. They also had a new roof. They also had uh, uh, new other things too. I can't remember, but big ones. Yeah, they took care of all the big items, with, all the big ticket items. Really were within the past yes. two years. Yeah. Like all within those things were years. done in the last two years. I suspect they were preparing new to New water move. heater, softeners, <clears throat> everything. Everything was new. The big mechanicals were all And there. there was a home warranty for a year two, for yes, all those things. So, I mean, they're new, so it's probably negligible. But still, it was it was a, a perk, yes. right? So we uh, really kind of thought about this and we thought, I think if we walk away from this now... I think we're going to be regretting this. This is going to be one of those houses, because we do have one of those houses in the past that got away. Yes. We call it the frog house. That's because I had like a frog something rather in the basement, right? Yes. 
A ceramic frog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the frog house. But it was a similar style house, similar neighborhood. Yeah. And uh, it was really priced well below. And by the time we realized that, we we called back and they're like, oh, no, it just sold. Mm. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we missed out on that one, but that was at the very beginning of our search and we didn't really know what we were doing. Correct. Now we know what we're doing. So we really, we went ahead and we wrote an offer. We wrote an offer. At, for, for asking price. For asking price because it was so yeah, far they, below They already dropped price. it 20000 You're going to come in and ask them to drop it another five. However, <laughs> however, I did, we did decide to, we weren't going to ask for any closing help, but we thought. Well, why not? Why not? Right? Why not? Let's go ahead. You know, and ask. I spent six dollars and fifty cents <laughs> on this movie ticket. <laughs> so we we asked for I think I don't know three percent or something. Yeah, I think it was three percent. It was three percent, and they counted. And so they used that as a bargaining chip, right? Because they got their asking price, so they countered, and we landed at two percent for yeah. the closing price. Um, however, or for the cl- closing help, however. When we did the home inspection, it came up with a few things that needed addressed, and we negotiated back up to three <laughs> percent. So we, because they were in a situation that they they needed to to move, and they needed to be out of here because of another property that they bought, and they didn't want to deal with right. fixing things. So they figured the best way is instead of us asking them money for repairs, we just countered with and they you come back at you know sellers assist. Yeah. And, and, and that was it. And they, they met the 3% and that was fine. Yeah. So in essence, we really got the house for $50,000 under market value. Yes. And yes. really, there's nothing wrong with the interior other than it's just, it just doesn't really have much of a style. It's just outdated. It it's was, not, it's yeah. outdated and it didn't have much style yeah. and that's fine. So we knew coming in, even upon the first walkthrough, this is going to need certain things and, and that's it. So we knew we were going to be putting money into that, which we budgeted. Uh, however, um, which is another thing, since this is a financial podcast, we are not putting anything on a credit card. We are paying oh, cash. Oh, absolutely not. Everything right. has yeah. been cash and carried yeah. on the renovations so far. Yes. And that's how we're going to keep it. <laughs> renovations so far, we've been in for a week. A week. But we, we've <laughs> Let's had some get into major, that. I mean, we have the floors coming up. So, and we have everything. Um, I, I do want to touch on the point, though. So they did. So, okay. So that original offer that I said was on the table was really on the table. Unfortunately, they had a home sale contingency mm-hmm. on their offer. So we, we bumped them because we did not need that. But yes, we felt bad. However, somebody else was going to bump them well, anyway. Well, sure. Um, in this, I mean, it's so hot And the fact that they area. gave up on it so quickly, the the fact that they backed yeah, off the, yeah. the the I still feel offer, bad, but I understand. They, they knew. Know. I think they knew yeah. too. So, it, you know, they, they expected it. Look, it's business. It's not personal. We never even met the people. Right, so right, right. let's not go back into a second apology mode here. No, I'm not. I'm just, I just, <laughs> I, feel- I, I said there was an offer on the house I wanted to explain. So it's an, it's a, it's a cedar contemporary house. Mm-hmm. One of the two styles that we like, cedar contemporary and mid-century modern. So, um, yeah, it was built in the 80s, 8, 88, 1988. 88. So we're Gen Xers. So it's perfect. We love it. So let's talk about how we save money. Yes. So let's start with moving day. So we actually moved our settlement date up a week because we needed, we had actually tenants that signed a lease to get into our house quicker than we expected. Like you said, run it overnight and we need to get that other house ready. We needed to move out and get that other house ready, which meant, 
you know, it's a decade of fixing, yeah. you know, taking everything off the walls, speakers, you know, just everything, fixing the walls, painting the walls. In fact, we're going to stop this podcast today and go finish painting that house. For That's that how dedicated we are. We're doing this podcast early in the morning so we can get over to the house and finish while I have my own work for my career. <laughs> That I have to do, but I can't concentrate on that until this is done because I can't leave Mrs. Money Mon- Mad Money Monster overpainting the old house by herself. Yes, yes, and I appreciate it, honey. So yeah, moving day came. We actually rented a U-Haul on our own on our own before the professional movers. And yes, we hired professional movers for two reasons. One, we're not gonna be lifting our beds and our dressers and all the heavy stuff, the arcade machine. We're not going to be doing that. And two, we're not going to ask our friends and family to help us do that because let's face it, nobody wants to help you do that. Even if they say, <laughs> we'd be happy to help you. Move. No, no, they're, they're not. not. <laughs> they don't want to do it. So why we try to be burden free friends yes. and family. We yes. don't try to bother anybody with our yes. stuff. So we decided we're going to pack everything up. A friend of yours at work was kind enough to get us a ton of boxes yes. because I had no idea. And of course, the times have changed and technology has changed. Go out and try to find cardboard boxes for moving folks. It's pretty darn hard these days. Yes, yeah, so all uh, the grocery stores. Grocery comp- stores have their own compactors. Yeah. And they crush up pretty much all their boxes. And <laughs> if you call in, like even I was calling a month ahead of time. They're like, well, we'll see what we can do. And one place held some boxes. I went down to pick them up. They were like four like diaper boxes. <laughs> I mean, what am I going to put in this? Yeah. our my, my friend, she actually was able to get her hands on 60 new boxes. Yes. And just gave them to us. And it was amazing. And because the new racket is going to a major big box store. And, and buying and them. buying yes, cardboard I, boxes. I actually priced them. I think like a medium-sized box is like a buck fifty, And then Ridiculous. a large box, like $2 or something like that. And I almost got to... I actually one time... Because she gave us two two loads of 30 each, right? So the one weekend I was packing, I ran out. And I thought, oh... I should just go buy some, but I did, I just couldn't see spending no, money on it. So no. I waited, and she was able to get me some. And we had more than enough boxes. <laughs> and we plan to, to pay that forward. We have friends that are searching right now for a home, so we will we will set those boxes aside when we unpack eventually, and give those give right. those away try for to, free. Try to keep the cycle going. And so we so we packed up all of our own stuff, which which did total close to sixty boxes. Yes. of stuff. And then we rented a U-Haul. Well, and I must add, I did, I think I was on U-Haul's website and they do say that they have a program now where you can take your used boxes, drop them off, and then other people can pick them up for free. It's kind of like a pay it forward sort of thing and use them for packing. But I stopped at one of the U-Haul branches or I don't know what they're called, you know, they're running out of grocery stores and places, but... Uh, they just looked at me like I had two heads. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I guess that's not everywhere, but it is great that they have that program somewhere. Yes. <laughs> so so we rented a 21-foot U-Haul. Yes. And on the first day, I just started loading up the truck myself. You were you were working. I work from home. I figured, let's get this done because nobody wants to be moving boxes at 6 o'clock at night, especially which, yeah, after Which being, is what time I get home from work, right. usually. So we're, we're not doing that. 
most of the truck, I'd say 90% of the truck was packed. Yes. Uh, the next morning we got up, finished it off, got the last of the stuff where when you pulled down that door, <laughs> we had maybe six inches to spare. <laughs> yes. And we took that truck over and we started the process. Yeah, that was the morning of settlement. So we actually woke right. up. We went to settlement, came back, got the truck, and just unloaded That's the truck. That's exactly. At the new house. They gave us the keys, and within the hour, we were moving the truck to the new house and moved everything in ourselves. We did. Not we were pay. done by. I think the truck was empty by four thirty. Settlement 4:30. was at nine in the morning. I think we were over at the new house probably by ten thirty, and yes. yeah, we. We were done unpacking at 4.30. And the truck had to be back by 6. <laughs> and then the professional movers came the next day, the next day. on, it was a f- Saturday. Yeah. Yes. Unfortunately, we had to hire them on a Saturday, but, um, because it's more money on the weekend, <laughs> but they just weren't available. And we didn't have the time to fool with, um, waiting till the following week because we had to get the other house ready to rent. So we needed as much time as we right. could get. And the professional movers, they were great. You know, that was just easy peasy. They were done in the day. And then we're in, right? Yeah. And so we're looking around the night we're in. And we're kind of like, oh, were you like, what did we do? I was kind of like, what did no, we I do? No, I never had that. I, I, didn't, I didn't have the, oh, what was us? What did we do? We, sh- we should reverse this as quickly as, no, there was nothing. I, like I did have that only because... I'm so particular with my style and just everywhere I looked, it's, it's like anxiety city. I mean, you, you cannot find a matching outlet or matching light switch faceplate in the house. I mean, there's stainless steel, there's gold, there's, you know, funky pink colors. There's, and this is, I am so uniform. I want the same outlet at every single light. Ceiling I fans want... where there shouldn't be ceiling right. fans. I mean, literally every square inch of the interior of this house will need to be touched for us or for me to feel good. Yeah. Right. So we actually started ripping up the floor in the dining room the following day. Yes. That's... We were ripping up like, the floor. We're not even unpacked. Disposing this is of the laminate. Yes. And uh, we went to several places to to price out flooring. We finally settled on one and we went through and you found tiling that you had liked, but you wanted to bring some samples home. I'll tell you what. Yeah, we were trying to save some time and I do know better than this. Like my sister-in-law was like, you know, Lisa, you know better than that. You have to bring it home. And, (laughs) but we were trying to save time because we wanted to Ideally, we wanted to have that floor installed before we moved it, all of our stuff in. So I like one one floor throughout a home. Now, yes. you can have different floors. Like you. I'm talking me, right? In our old house, we had one single floor on the main level. But then in the basement, we had a different floor. But obviously, I mean, we had to. So you sometimes you have to have multiple floors. But like on one floor, I like it to be... On one level, I'd like it to be one floor, right? Like, I am very... Like, it looks choppy to me if it's not that way. And again, I know other people are not like that. And they might not like that. I'm just saying this is me. So... We don't have to keep apologizing for what we do I'm not going to walk into your house and see a hardwood floor there and a laminate floor over there and think, Oh, God, what are these people doing? This is just me, right? right? I don't... we have to live here. I don't tear other people's homes apart in my mind, right? right? But... I walked in this, uh, there's laminate, there's tile, there's hardwood. I mean, and it makes the house look so choppy. And it's also not good, 
good laminate and tile. Right. It's like 1988 laminate and tile, right? So we did. We found a floor that we loved, and it was great in the store. And then my sister-in-law's like, did you take it home? So the circumstances worked out that we were not able to get measure or people in here to measure before we closed and we weren't and we had to move our closing date back and it was just crazy it just didn't work out so we settled and i said you know what you're right we should while we have the time let's go and get that that sample and while while we're there let's pick out a few more samples that we might like turns out we brought three samples home the one that we originally picked that we were going to have installed before we even moved in, we didn't like at all when we brought it home. So, and that was actually the most cost-effective one, but that really wasn't why we we chose it. We did like the look of it. So we ended up going with something completely different that actually looks like something we have in our other house. Right now in our other house, we have porcelain tile floors, and we absolutely love them. They're like six six inches, I think, by yes. 48, like the long, and they're gray, and they're just beautiful. However, we have the two dogs, and the grout gets dirty, and I'm down scrubbing the grout, and it was, one, it was super expensive, and two, to keep the grout clean was a major chore to me, and I don't like dark grout. I know that you can fix that by having dark grout, but... So we chose to go with something that looks similar. It's actually the luxury vinyl plank flooring yes. that we're going to go with. And it's a fraction, literally a third of the cost of our porcelain tile on the other floor. And it, it looks pretty similar. Yeah. It's going to be durable, right? And and we're going with no grout. So I won't be down scrubbing the grout line. So for the price, we're going to do it. So the luxury vinyl plank is actually a fraction of the cost of the porcelain tile that we put in the old house. And I think it looks really just as good. It does. And it's going to be a lot easier to take care of. And I won't be down scrubbing grout lines because we're not getting the grout. So um, so that's a huge savings that, that's going to help us. We're and also... We're, we're going to rip off the baseboards ourselves where we yep. already ripped up some laminate. We're going to rip up the laminate upstairs for the carpet installation. We're doing that yep. all on our own. We're installing, like, I'm installing all the new outlets and the light switches and the, yep. the lighting fixtures, and and I'll do all the painting. I'm actually pretty good at painting, you which is why we're going to go over to the old house and paint right. today. Uh, we have a family member who owns his own construction company who is able to do some things for us, like install the floor. Right. So that's a for huge saving. For the friends savings. and family rate. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, lots of, lots of things that we're going to do to save money during this, uh, we during this renovation and we're actually i think going to try to reuse our kitchen cabinets probably just do new counters and yes i'll, I'll you know paint the cabinets sand them down paint them new hardware uh so yeah look for pictures to come and and uh we're gonna do the best we can here with saving as much money as we can that, that's that's really all we have about our home buying experience. Well, it's it's a lot that we tried to compress in, into a small amount of time. The point is, is that we, we just didn't go out and buy a big house and put a lot of things on credit cards and such. We're, we're doing a lot of the work ourselves. We're uh, capitalizing on, on close family connections and trying to keep everything down to a budget where, as we said, we can cash and carry. And then that's what we're doing. Yes. So while we are doing some stuff that some people would look at us and say, I, I wouldn't be doing that for another year till after I moved in. And we're not even in here now just a week. And we're ripping up floors and changing lighting <laughs> fixtures and putting in carpeting and doing this. The thing behind it is 
we have budgeted all of this and we need to move quickly because we do so much out of our home and we were very budget conscious in mind and saving money. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I, I'm not going to apologize for buying a, another house or a bigger house because you know what? Because I wanted it. Right. We wanted it. And we work and hard And sometimes for it. it's okay to buy things that you want. Like, Even if it's a house. Like $6.50 movie tickets or $25 <laughs> worth of popcorn and soda. Again, you only live once. That's so right. you have to enjoy it along the way. You can't just save for for the end, That's right? right. You, have to, you have to do both. Because <laughs> in the end, you can't take it with you. Right. All right, we're signing off. We are signing off to go paint. Yes. See ya. Uh, head on over to iTunes and give us a like and a review. And if you want to read our blog, it's madmoneymonster.com. And we are all over social media at Mad Money Monster. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at themadmoneymonster at gmail.com.